Hey everyone, and welcome to the Corner Bible Church podcast, Asking for a Friend series. My name is Dante, and I am your host, and with me this week, I have Pete. Pete, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Dante. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for coming on. And today we have a question for you. Uh, What does the Bible say about spiritually leading your children? You know, that's a fantastic question. And really, I think the the main cornerstone verse that we kind of cling to in in the children's ministry is in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 4. It it says, Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. And there's really a lot of verses in Scripture that really emphasize uh, parents and and fathers' roles in mentoring and spiritually uh, leading their children. But this is kind of the one that's the most explicit and just makes the most sense. But what does this look like practically? And I'd really like to explain that a little bit more today. And before we're done with our conversation today, I wanted to plug a couple of quick resources because as most of the people who are listening to this might know, I don't actually have my own children. But what I do have is an awesome wealth of experience from people who have done this well, uh, people who are well into grandparenting, who are godly men, who have really searched the scriptures and passed on their wisdom uh, to people like me who are, who are still trying to figure it out. So what I'd really like to talk about is what it means to take ownership of the spiritual direction of your own home. Um, a lot of times parents really struggle with this and some of the common uh, kind of objections that, that come up with, you know, really leading your children spiritually is parents are afraid of uh, indoctrinating their kids. Do you know what I mean? And, and feeling like they're forcing their faith on their kids. They don't want to, most parents feel that they don't want to force something on their kids, that they want their kids to discover it the same way they did. They want them to have that same light bulb experience of, of really experiencing their faith and coming to terms with it for themselves. Um, but, you know, really, while that's a wonderful sentiment, um, education is really necessary for anybody to make a decision and for anybody to really understand what they're committing to, what they're uh, what lifestyle that God calls us to, what things that um, when the world challenges them, how do we educate children so that when they come to faith, they're not just in that faith, but they're they're secure in it and they can evangelize and they can really take it uh, as far as God you know wants them to take it. Um, so as parents, I encourage people to educate. You can educate your child about the truth, um, but where the line kind of is that a lot of parents feel uncomfortable with is, when it comes to when they feel like they're manipulating or emotionally uh, kind of threatening their kids into accepting things. And that's where I think a lot of people feel uncomfortable is finding that line. But I'll tell you right now, uh, the greatest and most amazing victories that, I, that I've seen in truth and discipleship is when parents do a good job of just living out their faith and really bringing their kids along and not just teaching them stuff or forcing them to go to church, but but really showing them what it means to grow in their faith. Um, those kids see it, and it, you just see the gears turning. And when the light bulb goes on, it's really awesome because you know it's not just them you know, mimicking what their parents want them to say, but it really is confidently their own faith. Um, and then the other thing I kind of hear about uh, you know, being intentional about spiritually leading your home is parents are afraid that their kids are going to be bored with it or that they're not going to like it. Um, and that there's going to be resentment there. And uh, to that, you know, I'd also say, and not just me, but uh, some of the resources that I'd like to point you guys to. Um, 
they say, you know, if kids enjoyed everything that was good for them, they really wouldn't need parents. Um, they would just do what was best for them. And and I really believe wholeheartedly that becoming more like Christ, growing in your faith, having a relationship with God is honestly the greatest thing for anybody, um, not just in this world, but eternally. Um, so the question then is, well, what does this look like? You're using very vague terminology, you know, leading your home spiritually. Does that mean getting everybody in the car for church on Sunday? Does that mean, you know, singing hymns during dinner or whatever? Uh, but practically, it really just means taking specific time and making a conscious effort to establish your family culture. And that family culture should be one of prayer, study, discussion, and practice. So, you know, there's some really easy ways to do this, like music and traditions are useful tools. You know, you think about, think about Christmas and how your house transforms during Christmas. The tree goes up, the, the tinsel comes out, the wreaths come out, presents under the tree, hot cocoa, you know, fire in the fireplace. Those are all symbols and traditions that we have attached to Christmas in order to, uh, you know, really get into the season. What does that look like to establish a culture where when your kids walk into your house, when you walk into your house, that culture of of living out your faith and of prayer is just there all the time. Um, and some really awesome testimonies I've heard and witness uh, stories I've heard from people who've done this well is how their own kids grow up, move out, start their own families, and begin to establish some of that culture and those traditions in their own homes with their own kids. And I think as a parent, that's got to be so fulfilling. And, and they talk about how fulfilling it is to, to know that you not just impacted your kids, but that your grandkids and your great-grandkids and your great-great-grandkids are going to have this this spiritual legacy that all started at home with an intentional time with you and your child or your kids. Um, so that's that's something I'm really excited about uh, discussing. And, and um, you know, there are some huge benefits to this. And, and what it really looks like practically is different for every person. But what it boils down to is saying we're going to commit to taking 30 minutes or an hour or whatever. Um, some people do it every day. Some people do it once a month. <laughs> But it's a commitment by everyone in the family uh, to participate in special family time of worship. And, you know, worship isn't just music, as Pastor Pastor Mike has taught us, but uh, worship is also being in the Word. It's praying. It's going out and doing ministry together. It's learning. Um, and it's doing all those things together. So it's saying we're going to set aside this time specifically for that purpose, and we're going to um, go through a book. We're going to just read some scripture. We're going to pray together. And um, it becomes really cool because you have, you know, you might have a two-year-old and an eight-year-old and a 10-year-old. Um, but what that looks like is, you know, you might have your 10-year-old help you with prayer. Uh, your two-year-old might not know what's going on, but it establishes the culture for them that as they grow up, they grow up in a house that takes time to worship together. Um, takes time to spend time together learning and growing in their faith. And to be honest, as an adult, I know that we all struggle with this. We all struggle staying in the Word. We all struggle uh, growing in our faith. We all struggle being consistent. But I'll tell you what, doing it not just for yourself, but for your children, it creates an account, a very powerful accountability. Um, and also for parents, you may think you know that you're not a teacher, that you're not a good leader, but I'll tell you right now, the I read a study recently that said we remember less than half of what we hear. Uh, 
but we remember over 90% of what we teach. So even if we're teaching things that may seem simple or things that we've heard a hundred times, I guarantee you that through teaching it to your kids, it will cement it in your own mind and grow your own faith too. As your kids get older, as you get teenagers and stuff, you can start passing off the reins to them and deleting some of these things. And and again, it just creates a culture where it's just a given that your family together will will be engaging in worship together. And that's how you develop a spiritual leadership culture in your home. And uh, I mean, I, I could go on about this for a long time, but but to be honest, if you're really interested in what it looks like specifically to do this in your home, and even strategies on how to get started, there's two different books I could recommend, and, and they're they're very, very similar to each other. But just the tone is a little bit different. One is by Vodi Bakum, uh, and it's called Family Driven Faith. In it, Vodi Bakum goes through his experience with learning what it means to be a spiritual leader in his home and how he and his wife walked through that process. Um, not just the motivation for it, but also step-by-step guide to how to get started. Um, the other book is by a, a man named Terrence Chapman. He is a businessman by trade. He's an elder at his church, um, but he's never he, he's not a pastor. Um, he just is a godly man who walked through this process really well and wrote a book about his journey through that. It's called Do Your Children Believe? Becoming Intentional About Your Family's Faith and spiritual legacy. And in it, he also gives some a good framework for how to get started. Uh, neither of the books are prescriptive. They don't say you need to be doing this, this, A, B, and C exactly every week, otherwise you're a bad parent. It, it doesn't do that. What these guys say is, you know what, these are the principles, this is why it's important, and this is what the reward could be if you follow through. Um, I found them really encouraging, and I hope that they could be encouraging to other people as well. Yeah, those sound like some uh, great resources. And thank you, Pete, for your time and uh, your answer to this question. I think it helped. Uh, as a father myself of my my first child, uh, she's a little over one. Um, this is something that I'm going to have to start considering soon as she's getting to the age that she can start to, um, you know, uh, start to interact and, and start to really learn this stuff. Um, so I definitely want to check out those resources and uh, continue you know, fostering that in her as well. Um, and if, listeners, if you have any questions or uh, clarifying questions or, or any further questions off of this, uh, you can contact us at cornerbiblepod at gmail.com. And uh, thank you, Pete, again for your time. Thank you.